Good morning. Welcome to Simply Remarkable, created by Remarkable, a Speakers Bureau, especially for you. Now, I'm your host, Sue Falcone, founder and CEO of Remarkable. Now, we began this show to showcase the remarkable talent that we represent here at Remarkable so you can get to know them personally as we do and see their value as a performer for either an event you might be planning or someone you know is planning. We never know here. You'll also see how remarkable they are and how they can help you be remarkable too. Now, thanks for joining us today. And our active chat line is open. Free, feel free to send your questions and comments to us. Now, let me just tell you, this is live from North Carolina. And in North Carolina, the weather changes all the time, right? We know that. We had a major storm this morning. And we thought we weren't even going to be on the air. But, hey, it all worked out on my end. However, our guest is having a little problem coming in. So we're going to go ahead and talk about him and his band. Because this I'm excited. This is the first opportunity we've had to interview the music talent that we represent here at Remarkable. Now, a lot of people said, Sue, you're called a speaker's bureau. <laughs> What's the deal with music, entertaining? You have celebrities. What Now you have executive coaches and you have uh, corporate training. What, what, what is all this? And I said, well, as a former corporate executive and speaker myself, I said, been at a lot of events. You want to have the whole package, right? So this is why I grew up in Oklahoma and I love music. So, you know, it's been great. It's been great. And uh, I said, I, I would never know, but I decided to, why not represent music? And so that's what we did. And we just love it. We love working with our bands and their schedules are crazy. <laughs> so that's why we, this is the first time we've had a chance to have our guest today, who's Corey Luchin. Now he's from Asheboro, North Carolina, and he travels all over the nation with his band, the Traveling Blues Band. Now, they have gotten into a lot of things too, and I can't wait for him to be able to share that with you. But in going to the future, let's see what we have coming up for you. This kind of is July, is a vacation month, isn't it, for everyone? I just got back from a short mini vacation, but next week we're also going to have some music talent for you. This is exciting because we're next week. It's music month for July. Evidently, their schedule's worked out. We will have the international legendary Grammy award-winning recording artist, chairman of the board. So you won't want to miss uh, you won't want to miss next week because with their music being featured in national commercials with the NFL, Carolina Panthers, and halftime performance, and they play their music. Uh, during home games, and they also have been in, inducted into the North Carolina Music Hall of Fame. And they're still a big part of our music world today. They were just recently also inducted into the Soul Music Hall of Fame. So chairman of the board is out there and doing well, doing well. So this is kind of where we're at today. Now, you might want to make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel because um, 
you won't miss an episode of our show here because they're all there. So you can make sure you can go back and if you missed anything and see where we're at. And we're just trying to figure out here where we're at today. Don't you just love it when things don't happen? Uh, so we're, we're working on it and uh, should be finished in just a little bit, hopefully. But let me ask you, those who are on our chat line, what would you like to ask a music band? You know, you're going to see them right here and they're, they're going to be, he's going to be able to answer, of course, going to be able to answer your questions. What would you want to ask a music band? What do you want to see from them? What, what do you want to hear about them? And we'll be glad to answer all those. And some of them, I can tell you a little bit about Corey. Uh, he did grow up in kind of a music background a little bit, but he didn't really get involved in it until he's about 15. But then he really got involved with it and he loved blues. Now that's kind of where he started at, but that's certainly not where he's ended up at. But that's where we're going to hear in just a minute how that band got started and all those kind of things so that you can know what, what to expect. Should, should you need a band at your event coming up? And also, you might like to know that the, he's also recording original songs. His band, they're recording, and I can't wait to hear how that's going to advance in the future and what he has going on. Now, let me check with our broadcast director. What do you think? Um, I, I don't know whether we're going to be able to get Corey in here. It's one of those things, you know, it's like we can't predict the weather, can we? But we certainly can make sure that we do our best to, uh, you know, make sure that we don't um, interrupt your time either. But what do you think, broadcast director? Are we ready? Do we see anything yet? Okay, we're checking, and again, give us your questions or anything you'd like to ask because we've got a lot of information that we can share, so before he gets here, and I'm sure that then we'll catch up with him once that happens, but again, music is part of our lives, isn't it, and summertime, we love to get outside and listen to music outside or that's where we like to go is great events. We like to um, go. And I, I, I was just looking where we just went on some time this week off and they've got a big festival coming there this weekend. I said, it's really a, a big lineup there. So it's all in tune. We're all ready to, to do that. Um, again, this is remarkable. A Speakers Bureau coming to you with our show, Simply Remarkable. And again, we apologize for our storms and our weather that we can't control. And we're, we're desperately trying to figure this out to see if there's any way that we can get him in today. Uh, simply because we know it's important. We like to stay consistent so that we don't uh, miss miss a week with you because it's important to us. We thank you for, for joining us. We thank you for following us. 
And yes, we want to make sure that everyone knows that this is how we do it. And I think we're just about ready. Can you believe it? This is cool. All right. Okay, Lisa, we got it. Hey. Yes, we got it. God, this is cool. This is great, Corey. Thank you so much. We, got, we we know we've had weather, I mean storms early this morning, but thank you for being here. We appreciate yeah. you. Well, you I, I appreciate you having me on the show, and uh, we were able to have a had a little technical difficulty. Didn't realize how to update a browser, but uh, we got it all done. So uh, hey. <laughs> you never know what happens. You never know, and we love it. Well, this this time goes by fast anyway. Everyone got your coffee? We've got our coffee, so we're ready to go. So let's just jump in, Corey, because guess what? Everybody always asks me about music. They said, how did Corey ever get started in music? And were you just born into it? Uh, no, I wish I was, actually. It would have gave me a little bit of a head start. Um, the, 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 the quick answer, or, or I, I guess the, the long, quick answer, if we will. So um, my family, actually, we're really all in, into racing. We, we, we raced race cars and, and that's what my uh, dad grew up doing. I remember being at racetracks as a kid. Um, but, you know, with racing, you know, the, the best way to make a, a, a small fortune in racing is, is start with, with, with a large fortune. And um, the, uh, he, he uh, moves us down here to North Carolina. We're originally from up, up North uh, Connecticut and moved us down here to North Carolina because he wanted to uh, uh, work in NASCAR teams and got us down here. And, and I, that's really what I did. You know, I played baseball and football and all the stuff that, that uh, boys do and, and went to racetracks. And then somewhere in my teenage years, um, I uh, had a little, uh, my, my girlfriend broke up with me and just broke my little puppy heart. And uh, my dad brought me to a blues club and uh, well, I, I should say music venue in Greensboro, North Carolina, the Blind Tiger, the original one on Walker Ave. And uh, they had a blues band playing, Tim Betts band. And uh, they did Old Love from uh, Eric Clapton. They covered it. And it was just exactly how I felt. I mean, I just remember I was, you know, 15 years old and exactly how I, I was like, man, that's that's exactly how I feel. I, I mean, I, I guess I, I got the blues, man. And and uh, that was it. I just, uh, I didn't sing at the time. Heck, I didn't play guitar. I didn't do anything at the time. I just, uh, you know, tuned to radio. That's about the only thing I could play. But I went home and my dad was kind of a uh, front porch picker. And uh, he kind of got me started, showing me some basic chords. And after that, man, the heck with football, the heck with baseball, the heck, heck with girls, heck with all of it. I just wanted to play guitar. And um, I just kind of locked myself in my room for about a year and didn't come out until I could play. And and then uh, started a little band, kind of, and uh, Blind Alley was my first little high school band. I was a senior there, and and um, and uh, I started going to blues jams and and playing with other players and learning and 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 picking up songs and picking up licks. And before you know it, I got to be a pretty good guitar player. And then uh, I started getting hired out in bands to play guitar. And then uh, I kind of got uh, tired of of uh, singers quitting. They always seemed to be kind of the, the divas in the band and, you know, you'd have a sh big show and they'd quit a week before or something and have to scramble. And they finally just said, you know, I got, I'm, I don't know if I got a good voice, but I got a loud voice. So if we can at least, uh, they'll at least be able to hear me. And so I started doing that. It wasn't that good to begin with, but we, uh, we got better and we got better and got better. And then before you know it, I had bands want, you know, when you want to hire me out to sing and, um, before you know, I had a package that I was able to, to put together where I could sing and play and, and I decided to put the blues band together, Corey Luchin and the Traveling Blues Band, uh, about uh, 10 or 11 years now. And, um, you know, I was playing country and touring uh, with a couple country bands before that. 
and because it's pretty hot, still hot now. And and I like all types of music, but I just always love the blues. And uh, I said, you know, this is what I want to go do. And I'm going to do this. So they quit hiring me. And that was, uh, you know, like I said, that was 11 years ago. And and uh, we're, we're more booked now than we've ever been. So I'm going to say that the blues blues is uh, quite a bit alive. And I believe it's it's here, here to stay. It's definitely. It definitely is. And you just put that flavor to it that people love to hear. Yeah, I think. I, I think the big thing is, you know, when you hear a band say they're high energy or whatever, you, you hear a lot of bands say that, but but we are, you know, one of, one of my biggest influences, uh, I remember growing up, you know, five, six years old, and I would come, if my, if, if my dad was in the living room, I'd come down on a Saturday morning, it was always Blue Skies from the Almond Brothers and those harmony guitars and the melody and the singing and the harmony and, and all that and just Almond Brothers. But if my stepmom was in the, the living room, it was always Dober Clinton every time I roll the dice. And something about, I would say that about sums up what we have. You know, we have melodic, pretty beat song, like like a, a beach time that we come out. And then you will have ketchup on my drinking, which is as Dober Clinton as it gets. And and that is my brand of blues. You know, we can we can I, you know, we have a few that we just drop and just hit you and they're ice cold blues ones but i also got something that's coming up next that's going to end up uh getting you on the dance floor that's what i want to do you, you know people come out they want to be entertained by me you know they have they work hard they they, they they made a few dollars they want to forget about reality for a couple hours and and if they chose for me to be their their release and their couple hours of entertainment to do that that's what i want to do and and um you know, I think there's there's an old saying in music. Sometimes you listen to, to music for the music and sometimes you listen to music for the words. And I want to be able to give you enough of, of each of those songs when you come see our shows that you can relate and enjoy what, what you're listening to. Sounds great because you draw the crowds. I mean, you <laughs> really do because you play that music that we can't stay off of the dance floor. I mean, that's that's just what we do. Now, what keeps you going, though, in this competitive world of music? Now you've uh, been wonderful at even during COVID and all because you're a businessman and we know that. Yes. But what keeps you going? Because it's getting more competitive. Well, it is. Um, so uh, I think there's there's a, a few things soon, and it, it all goes in together. So the first thing in this, if there's anybody that's starting a band or or wanting to get into music and and says, man, you know, I want to, I want to make a living doing it. And that's, I've been blessed. I've been really blessed. I've made a living. I've, I bought my house. I've, I bought a, a business, another, I bought a bar uh, because of my, what I've made from, from music. I mean, and, and a um, couple things with it. One is no one has been told no more than me. I guarantee you. I mean, I, I send out a uh, hundred emails a week and, 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 and it, even though I've even got a little bit of a name, a little bit of a clout and, and some songs on the radio, I still get told now. I mean, it's just the way it is. I'm not, not a good fit or they don't think I am. And then for the ones that tell me, yes, I end up having a great relationship with them and we're able to make a lot of money together and we're able to, to, to really have, have a, a good business relationship. But uh, to go back to the COVID thing. So right around the COVID thing and you can see the magnets here and, and the, uh, the back, back of the, uh, the, uh, the room here. Um, I had just had uh, my daughter, Emma, and um, you know, I was, I was a bartender and a musician. Actually, January of that year, I decided, you know what, I'm going to quit bartending because I would do that dur during the day and then I would go play my music at night. But I was getting successful enough. That's, you know, I'm gosh darn it. I don't even need to bartend anymore. I'm just going to focus fully on music. 
Well, then, of course, you know, about March 14th, everything shut down. So I said, oh, boy, I don't know what the, if this is a, a good deal or not. But we, uh, you know, we're able to, to hang on there. And then as I had my, my daughter in May uh, of 2020, and um, I said, man, I got, I got to get to work. I got I to gotta make some money and I got a kid and, and I got to make sure the bills are paid. And um, some of these wineries started opening up uh, because, you know, we could be six feet apart. Uh, back in those days. And um, I just said, man, I, uh, you know, I'm going to take my chances. I've, I've, I've got to, I've got to go make a living. And so that's what I did is a lot of bands and, and it's the right do so they, they didn't feel comfortable playing out in those conditions. And they said, um, you know, there were all these places that I wanted to get into all of a sudden there were openings. And for me, I was a, you know, pretty fit 32 year old guy at the time. And I just said, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm willing to try it. And if I get symptoms, I'm going to go in. Uh, and I'll get checked. But anyways, I was very fortunate, um, went out there, started making all these other connections and other avenues and wineries and vineyards that we play outside that we now we play the full band. It was just me, me and the sax player doing it then. Um, and anyways, and, and that, that, that's the other deal with the business model. I, I can give you the full band, the full five piece band. I can just show up and it can be me and the sax player. I have a, a, a way to fit every budget and every need that you're trying to trying to accomplish and and I've just never stopped redeveloping and reinventing myself to be able to do that. Then as far as the um, uh, staying booked, once you get in there is very fortunate. We have a very good product. Um, and that's, you know, I have an excellent band uh, I was able to put put around. There's I've always thought I wanted to be the weakest link in the band. You know, if I if I get great players then and I can just step into it and it makes it even better. That's excellent. But the band should be strong enough. Even if I wasn't there and anybody could be the front man to grab, grab a guitar of this rock and band. And that's what I was been able to do with, you know, with uh, Todd Grubb on drums and Rob Delhanty on, on bass, Glenn Bickle fills it on keys on some of our bigger corporate events and, and uh, festivals. And then of course, uh, Jonathan Link on sax is just world-class sax player that I, I got very fortunate to meet him and really puts the icing on the cake. And, and then for whatever reason, you know, people enjoy what, what I do. They like my voice or my guitar or my tunes and, and uh in our mix of it so we have a very good product and and when you're able to do that and price yourself competitively fairly but competitively then uh you get a lot of shows and you get a lot of people that want you back and um you know we're, we're real guys we're real people we're not rock stars i mean we're just you can come talk to me at my bar you can come see me uh and and i think that's some of the approachableness of that you know, I've always said I don't have one fan. I just have like 7,000 friends because I swear at every show I can go up and say, oh, Sue, how are you doing? You know, and, and this, but there's there's a, a there's 200 Sues in the crowd. But I really try to connect with my, I guess, fans. I hate using that word because I don't think I'm that big, but I guess fans is what you would call them. Um, but I consider them friends. And I, I, I think that's the atmosphere when you, you come to a Corey Leach and the Travel Blues Band show um, that, that that you get um, is that you're you're. You're more than a fan. You're you're really a friend, and we're enjoying this evening together. And you know what? That's what makes you great. Even though you say I'm not that big, well, guess what? <laughs> I would beg to differ because you do have the record to prove that. Well, and so, you. but anyway, what are your favorite types of audiences to entertain? Uh. You know, I guess it'd be cliche to say every audience, but uh, it, I'll say this much. You know, when you're on on stage with the band and you do something, um, 
you know, we did the Cape Fear Blues Festival and, you know, you're, you're in front of, you know, four to 600 people or uh, the Curry Beach uh, 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 Summer Jam Series the, and the, uh, some of those festivals that you're in front of anywhere between 400 to 1,000 people right there. Those are a blast, specifically when they're blues festivals. And the reason why I say that or music festivals, uh, when we went to Salmon Fest, that was a music festival. The people that were there in front of us really really were there for music they weren't there just you know uh socialize or try to pick up women or, or shoot pool and there's nothing wrong with that when you play a bar or a club um but they were there to listen to the band and 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 find out who we were and so in that token whether if i have a, a festival like that is one of my favorite um a, a bar slash club slash music hall like a listener that holds 60 people if those 60 people are there because they want to actually listen to us, I would almost rather play that than I would in front of 3,000 people that could care less who is on stage or just there to party, you know? And I like partying, don't get me wrong. I've, I've, I've lived a life and had a great time. But I would say when I walk into a room and I, I look out at the audience and we're playing and I just see 60 people that are looking right back at us that are just in that groove with us that are really enjoying what we do, that really feels good. Fortunately for us, we've been able to play bigger rooms and we've kind of multiplied that. So when we play places like uh, Captain Archie's and where they hold 300, well, we get that vibe with 300 people instead of instead of just 60. Or, um, But at the same time, when we're down at the beach, we play motos on that back deck that holds about 60 and they're all there and dancing and having a great time. Then, man, that, that feels pretty good, too. So I would say any, any any crowd like that, we do private parties and, of course, corporate events. Corporate events are really, really fun, especially once cocktail hour actually starts. Once dinner's done and the cocktail comes out and uh, and one of the CEOs from the company actually hits the dance floor so everybody feels relieved to dance a little bit, those really get fun in about the last hour. So we do enjoy those corporate events as well. And also you do weddings and also universities. So, I mean, your broad span is, is wonderful. Now, you've started writing music. Correct. Excited about that and recording it. Yep. Now, how's that going and where do you see that in the future? Yeah, so we have two albums out right now, um, Breakups and Breakdowns and Just the Blue Notes. And I have another one um, that has come out about the speed of a herd of turtles. Um, I've got about uh, seven of the eight tunes recorded. We're, we're, we're touching up the very last one and we're going to have a third album uh, done. Actually, I, I was able to build a studio during uh, covid and uh, been doing some recording with that. And of course, the one of the things that gets in the way is we 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 play so much. I mean, we you know we do almost too much shows a year. So uh, you know, by the time you get everybody over on a Wednesday, and 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 the thing about recording that is different than than uh, than live. You know, with live music, it's it, even if you make a, a mistake or something, it's boom, it's 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 gone in a flash. When you record it, it's got to be perfect. It's you know, because once you release it, that's it. it. It's if you miss a note or miss it's something you don't like, you know, I don't like the way he's saying that or whatever. It's going to be that way every time you play it, every time you turn the CD on or stream it or download, it's going to be there. So you really want to be meticulous um, with recording. At least that's what I find. And uh, so, so we're working hard on it, but we have, we have a new album coming out. Um, the, the Mojo Room Sessions. Um, I, I, that's what I did is I, I built a, a cabin and we call it the uh, music, the Mojo Music Room. So that's uh, what we're going to uh, name the album. And and we got some really good blues on that one. We've actually released some singles off of that one. Uh, that's where uh, Beach Time came off of, as well as uh, Catch Up On My Drinking 
and can't keep a good man down. So we've we've leaked out a few, and they've all been on the charts, and they've all hit the, uh, some of the beach charts uh, for us, and 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 been getting quite a bit of a, a blues play as well. So uh, we we we've teased it enough. I've just got to wrap up uh, one one more tune. Hopefully, we'll release the whole thing. It's going well. I'll tell you. You know, it's one of those things that I think as an artist. You know, we're not just a cover band. I mean, we, we play covers, but I feel like we do them our own way. Um, I feel that people want us to hear our version of it. Um, and then with that being said, what you always want to do as an artist is is I, I'm hoping somebody likes my stuff. I mean, you know, that you, you write a song that you care about or that you put yourself into or in some of these their life experiences. And I've always thought with some of these blues tunes is um, I remember when I was that 15 year old kid and I heard old love. I was like, oh, my gosh, that's me. I relate to that, you know, and and. I'm hoping that someone in the audience says, man, that was, that was me, man. I was going through, that's exactly how I felt, man. I, I get what he's saying there in that song. And, and so that's what I, what I, why I write music and why I do it. And when people come up and ask for that, um, or they, they have a connection with the song like that is cool. Um, obviously we have some fun songs like crazy about a saxophone and stuff like that, that we just wrote to have a good time with and baby loves a shag and all that. And we get requests for those all the time. And, and, and we love playing those. I like having a good time. Um, but then some of the hard, harder hitting ones, we, we really, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're there for a reason. And, and it looks like we're connecting with our crowd more and more with them and, and get requests for them. So appreciate everybody buying the music, downloading the music, where everywhere music sold, you know, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon music, all that stuff. Um, you can download us and get us. And of course, um, our website, travelingbluesband.com. You can message us for any of our merchandise or, or CDs and we can mail them to you and, and get them to you. And of course, the best place to buy any of our merchandise is at a show. So come to a live show and, and all our entire calendar is located on travelingbluesband.com and our Facebook. And, and we, we, we're pretty active in social media. Um, and uh, so you'll be able to find us. And we, we definitely want to see you at a show and, and, and get, you, uh, get you some merch. Well, Corey, this has been wonderful because I know you're not just an entertainer, but you're a business manager of your of your talent. And most bands are not. When I first met you, I said, blows me away because, you know, some just feel like forever they're just still starting out and they don't do all the things that you needed to do to be able to get the events that you get. And recently, I was really impressed when you appeared at Duke University at their halftime basketball game. And you have a whole video that you streamed of that, which is great because it shows that with management, with knowing what you're doing, you can take a band to that level. And that was that was priceless. That was priceless because it was a championship year. I mean, you know, they were rocking and they loved your music and they yes. used to tell that. And so this is where that I see you going in the future. I see great things for you. And I'm glad to be just a little small part of that because listen, there's many things out there and getting in the music business and getting bookings is, is not the easiest today because there is such a competition, but you're going to keep doing that. Now, in closing, Corey, yeah. what will you do today to be remarkable? Uh, well, to be remarkable today is uh, the first thing I was able to do was was uh, drop off my three-year-old at daycare so I could have enough time to work. <laughs> I woke up with her. Um, for me, the remarkable part would be, um, and this is for everybody, is uh, grind and hustle. And what I mean by that is 
I'm, I'm, when I get off of this, like, yep, I'm Corey Luchin and I got the deal, but I'm getting ready to, to throw, throw this jacket off, get back down to my t-shirt. I, I own a restaurant, Lucky's Burger and Tap, as I J.A. would have purchased last year uh, because of music. You know, I was able to get my phones and went in with a business partner. So I've got, got a live music venue. I'm going to get that ready for the bands tonight and make sure everything's good to go because have bands playing there. Once I'm there about four o'clock, I'm going to come home. Um, I'm going to shower, shave meet the sax player, jump in the uh, band van and head on down to Kannapolis. We're at Old Armor Brewery and we're going to rock and play some music. And then tomorrow I'm going to do that all over again. And then and then I'm, Sunday I'm going to do it one more time. And then Monday I'm going to, um, oh, that's right, go back to work. So don't quit working. That's what you got to do for for uh, remark to be remarkable is don't, don't, you know, you can't quit working working and you get, can't forget how blessed you are. It's easy to get overwhelmed and man, I got to get over to here and I got to work here and I got to do this. I'm the luckiest blessed guy in the world. I've always wanted to play music for a living. I get to, I've always wanted to own a little bar like Lucky's Burger and Tap. I was able to buy it because I was able to play music for a living. I'm literally doing exactly what I want to do. That you do what you want to do and you don't work a day in your life. The part of feel, feeling like I'm going to work, they're right. I don't feel like I go to work. Do I work as hard as anybody? Maybe even harder. Yeah, I work hard every day. But you know what? I get to invest in working myself. So to the the long, I guess the very long answer of that is I'm going to grind and work soon. That's what I'm going to be to be remarkable. Yay. And guess what? We've got comments. They like your vibes, Corey. They Good like deal. who you are. You know, they like that you uh, are real. They see the real deal. And I hope everybody comes out. He's given us some of his schedule and he's also got it on his website, on Facebook, and we keep up with his schedule. And we hope that you will call us and book him for the next event because he can, him and the Traveling Blues Band can do anything you want us to do. So thank you so much today, Corey, for, for coming. And this was wonderful. I, I just thank you for what you do and how you do it. And remember next week, come back for us next week because we've got more music next week. Chairman of the board will be with us next week. And you know, the boys. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Don't you love yeah, it? Girls. That's right. I can't beat them. That's right. I'll be okay. here. I was going to ask you, can you lead us off? Just, <laughs> just give us a tune, Corey. Absolutely. We can ask. Can the girls? Pull the best in the world. Oh yeah, Ken Knox and the boys—they're the legends. We we sure do like those guys, and and we actually play that one in our show. You know, that's it. So, uh, and I that, so that lets you know we're not just your mama's blues band. We do it all, guys. That's for sure. Thanks so much. Thanks everyone for coming today. Time. I hope you had some fun on this uh, feel good Friday, and you'll join us back next week. Thanks, Corey. We appreciate Thank you. it. Have a good one. You too.